0: welcome to intercepted transmissions i'm uriah i'm joel and this is our star wars podcast
1: it's also our method of handling dumb fan theories
0: and most importantly this is our excuse for two fanboys to hang out on the internet welcome back to intercepted transmissions uh oh my gravy Okay, so we just got done recording the first one, and uh, yes. the um, we've watched the movie, we've talked about it at, w- at length without spoilers, and now um, presumably you have watched the film, dear listener, and you're coming to us to like help break it down a little bit. Joel, do you think we can do that for him?
1: I think we can. I mean, we've got... Quite a bit to to work with here. It was an excellent movie. Yeah. Again, we I mean we we, we broke it apart as best we could without spoiling anything. Okay, Kessel Run in fourteen in, in not fourteen in twelve parsecs. That makes sense now as a unit of t- of uh, distance, not as a unit of time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, did you did you hear Chewbacca say? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think Joel. Yes. I think we can mark that on the bingo card. I think I, think I did we can. mark that on the bingo card. Uh-huh. I
1: totally marked that on the bingo card. I loved it. I loved. That. Twelve parsecs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you round down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, it's so good, and it's made even better like knowing the fact that like now every time you hear like every time Chewbacca <laughs> hears Han say that going forward, like he has to he like you know he has to like kind of roll his eyes and like there man uh uh like and I again we
1: knew somebody had to know it was just a matter of who knows yeah so yeah. that was. Ne- Chewbacca oh. knows and nobody else understands him. I love That's it. That's awesome.
0: Oh, man. Oh, so good. So good. Incredible. <laughs> Alright, where do you want to start, Uriah? Um, On the count of three, say the craziest thing that you saw that is definitely a spoiler and we'll say it at the same time. Ready? One. What? 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 Wait. It, you can say whatever you want. Literally. The thing to you that was the craziest that you saw that we couldn't talk about in the last episode. I don't care what you say right now. I just we need to say it at the same time. All right, got it. Okay, ready. One, two, three. Oh my God, Darth
1: Maul! (laughs) Darth Maul. Yes. Okay, I said solo because all his name was was Han, and he just walks up to this. What's your uh, last? What people are you from? I don't have people. Solo. How does he continue calling himself this for the rest of his life? Like
0: how it worked out. out. He liked it. He must have. He He must have done it enough to keep it. (laughs) <laughs> because because so, like, clearly that was one of the things like, I realized it's
1: a very, very minor spoiler, but that was one of those things I was like, What? That's so cool.
0: I love yes, that Darth so much. Darth Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul's in this. Darth yeah. Maul's in this. I what he's ah it was crazy to okay. see, like to see it. And so okay, so I'm gonna be honest. But, like when we saw she closes the blinds and the room goes blue and there's a hologram and like she's talking to somebody, I was like, okay. This is crazy like this is probably a Sith character I, like I want to see what this is like and and I saw who, the who okay before it re- uh, revealed who it was who
1: were you expecting I thought
0: it was Anakin I thought it was Anakin Skywalker really? yes with the like his legs and his robe like I thought okay. for sure like I was like oh man it's got to be like you saw the robotic legs I was like what is he doing and like the to- like the because it was coming over a hologram and the the vo- the voice wasn't quite perfect like I thought for sure it was like is this Hayden Christensen, like, being, like, super grumpy? Is this one of his side plots against hmm. the Emperor? Because we know he doesn't like him. Is this, like, is this working? And it wasn't, and I was thoroughly surprised. Who? Did, but now I'm curious, if you didn't think it was Anakin or Darth Maul, who did you think it was? I, I didn't get to a point where I was expecting somebody,
1: but I was quickly ruling out characters in my mind. I was like, that's not... Uh, Anakin, because at this point in the series, if there is an empire, that means he has already had his battle with Obi-Wan Kenobi, right. which means he's already Darth Vader. That's not Darth Vader. It can't be Anakin. It's also not the emperor. That's not the right voice. That's not the right demeanor. Yeah. While it's something the emperor would do, it's definitely not. And so I started going like, wait, Dooku's dead. It can't be Dooku. Um, like I was just ruling everybody out. Didn't even think of Darth no. Maul no until, re- the, until the reveal.
0: I had no reason to think it was Maul um And I think it's. I think we should be. We should be pretty clear uh or pretty careful right now that like he doesn't go by Darth Maul anymore. Um, he's just okay. Maul.
1: Just Maul. Okay. Yeah,
0: and and I've said Darth Maul several times, and that's and that's wrong. But he, like starting in the Clone Wars. Um, sorry. Hashtag spoilers. That show came out years ago. You should have watched it by now. I haven't. He's in it. I. Don't, he was in commercials. I, I, I. He was in commercials for it. So I don't I, think that's. A, I don't think it's. I a knew he was in it. Um.
1: But it just didn't occur to me that he would be the one. The only other person that I had maybe thought of, but I had even ruled him out, was Snoke. I thought maybe they were going to do a Snoke origin no. kind of with this.
0: Oh, and, gosh. And, and, and,
1: no. And no, no, no. I wouldn't have liked it. I'm not saying I would have liked it. I was just okay. saying as I'm ruling characters out, I got to Snoke. And I was like, no, no, this doesn't feel right for Snoke. And so I moved on. But there was no reason to, to, to rule right. him out at that moment. Okay. But, yeah, so that I would have, have been would have made me a Fanboy. <laughs> yeah, I would. I that is not what I wanted to see out of that. But
0: okay, so we've got the one cr- the crazy thing out of the way. Obviously, this is the, like the major, um, like that's going to connect to something. In the future, like we know it is, I don't know what they're setting us
1: up. They're setting us up for something else later.
0: I do know, and I haven't watched. I haven't gotten to this point in Rebels yet, but I do know that there are like that. Maul continues to be a character, Um, and again, I think that was in commercials, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything too crazy.
1: Yeah, I've 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 only started watching a couple episodes in the first season.
0: We've gotten that that crazy reveal out of the way. Let's let's talk about some of the smaller moments. Okay, that we really very
1: very very small moment. The Imperial March was in a major key.
0: Oh, I loved that so much. I loved it. And it's like, I'm like, and like you can hear it playing over the crappy speakers. Like it's. Yes. (laughs) It's like everybody knows these
1: are the bad guys, and even the people who are signing up to help know that these are the bad guys. And it's still propaganda. Rather than uh-huh. playing the Imperial March in a minor key, they played it in a major key, and it made it sound like a happy song.
0: Yep. I, I yes. loved I had, that. I, I, I laughed out loud when that happened, and then the guy that I was sitting next to <laughs> kind of looked at like, what? it was like, uh, whatever. So. <laughs> you do.
1: you must not get it.
0: Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. So we've seen Han pull the turn your ship sideways maneuver to fit through a tight yeah. space. Um, and at the very beginning of the movie, when he's when he's running away from Malik and and, um, yes. and his people, and he tries it and he doesn't make it, I was fully anticipating him making it. I was like, oh man, he's grinding. <laughs> oh, he's gonna like he's just, he's just barely gonna edge it out. Uh, and then when he got stuck, I could not stop laughing.
1: That was that was one of those moments of surprise where they pull a trope on you. Yep. And they're like, hey, hey, look, guess what's gonna happen? Nope. What yep. Han screws up everything. Han screws
0: up everything. Check that off on the bingo board. <laughs> yep. That was my. That was that was the only time I thought about the bingo board during the whole movie. Was like was when he did that. I was like, well, there's that one. <laughs> it's <was> like, <laughs> I absolutely adored. Um, uh, in when Lady Proxima, uh, called called Han's bluff on the the rock. <laughs> it was like, you. <laughs> you that's just, a that's a rock. That's a rock, and you just made a clicking noise with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny
1: <laughs> Oh I forgot about that part Until you just said it Yeah that's a rock And you just made a clicking part pl- sound oh, through gosh. Oh
0: man That was super good Oh man Okay so you and I Walked
1: into this movie Expecting a Lando triple cross That was one of the things yes. We had had said on our solo board Lando doesn't do a triple cross Instead no. we get Kira and Beckett Both doing their own triple crosses
0: I know And it was
1: And when I, Oh man And even Han was doing a triple cross You just kind of expect it because of how he was uh, how the
0: storyline was right. going everyone did a triple cross and in, in, in that except scene, lando except lando Wait, get get your crap get, well he kind of did when he just flew off <laughs> no that was just a i'm getting i'm getting the heck out of dodge all right no they're gonna fight i'm done i'm not having this fight right now this is ridiculous <laughs> i'm
1: already angry they already blew up my ship <laughs> I don't have an escape pod and they're about to get into a shooting battle. Yep. I'm gone. That wasn't even a triple cross. That was just a, I'm looking out for myself. That's true. Bye. Okay.
0: <laughs> You're right. That's fair. Um, that scene so. in, in, um, and uh, his in the in the chamber there at the top. There were so many moments there where like I expected somebody to turn and do something, and it didn't happen. That was a very well played scene. That just, just a whole, the yeah, just as
1: a whole, well written, well executed, yeah, well blocked. It was just like how it all f- like very tensely fit together was yeah. such a great scene of just like everybody positioning themselves very carefully everybody's moving slowly and then as soon as the elevator door closes run jump get the gun shoot yeah <laughs> like that was very well executed that was
0: super good i'm a little bummed out that chewy just kind of went along with beckett there at the end and just like followed him and carried his stuff i didn't wasn't real excited about that but you know what truthfully until um until ha- uh ha- Han started shooting at... Um, His name is Dryden Foss. I was a little annoyed that Chewbacca walked away with Beckett um, initially because I was like, man, Chewie's like, he's all free right now. But then I thought, wait a minute, no, Chewie's free. So he's following along because this is all part of the plan. Han made a plan. He planned for Beckett to walk away. He planned for Beckett to come back up and and like and do this. Like He planned because they cut away when Han starts talking about the plan and then when he comes back yeah. to it. They, so like he's gone over the whole thing. And so I thought for sure that Han had worked this out with Beckett and Chewie and everybody. Um, and so they were already to the point where like Beckett's on board, like they're going to make it happen.
1: And then they completely flipped that on you. And that wasn't part of the plan.
0: Yeah. That was a really good, that was a really good, um, trope, trope reversal.
1: That was a good double cross. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, re- regarding Chewbacca, just kind of going along with, uh, Beckett, uh, uh-huh. that's been something like going in a lot of these movies, like, Episode three is probably the only time I feel like I've seen a Wookiee take initiative and do something on their own. The Wookies are incredibly strong. And I realize, you know, the Imperial stormtroopers, they've got blasters and lasers and there's tons of them, but I, it's never made sense that Wookiees get enslaved and just kind of go along with everything without trying to rebel all the time. And yes, they explain it many different ways, but in this movie, in, in Solo, A Star Wars Story, it shows just a little bit. Like, yes, Wookiees are sentient creatures, But they think They don't think beyond the moment huh? And they show that through Beckett Teaching him that game In the Millennium Falcon They do not think past the moment At least Chewbacca doesn't think past the moment And Beckett's like You gotta think a couple moves ahead And there is no thinking a couple moves ahead For Chewbacca or maybe for all Wookiees And so for Chewie In that moment How am I getting out of here How can I go save my family I'm going with the Mm -hmm. guy who's leaving
0: Okay, yeah, I'm kind of I don't
1: necessarily like Chewbacca as like the dumb dog in the passenger seat But it's kind of something that happens all along I've always kind of wondered Why does Chewbacca just kind of go along with the ride? No matter what Because he's thinking in the moment If he's trying to survive, how can I get out of this? And if he's not, how can I help Han?
0: I think there might be some of that I I don't necessarily think that all Wookiees don't rebel either Because we definitely saw Wookiees rebelling here That's true and, and I think that part of it. No, they definitely did in in Revenge of the Sith too. Like there was absolutely a Wookiee fight there, and they were they were all about. Oh well, yeah, the- that,
1: like. And like I said, that was about the only time I can think of where they didn't just kind of go along with whatever. They had their own thoughts. They were, um, they had their own initiative. But even in the mines there, in, in the spice mines of Kessel, those Wookiees, yeah, they were already enslaved and they did rebel, but it took somebody, like, all they were being poked with was these pokey pointy electric sticks. Yeah, they had shackles on, but they're strong. It wouldn't take much for them to turn the tables there, and yet they weren't. I wonder... And so I don't. I don't like seeing wookies this way but if that is a side of wookies that they're trying to show that they're impulsive and they and and they don't take much initiative they don't think beyond the present moment if that's just something inherent in the species and they're trying to show that through that moment of you know you have to think a couple moves ahead and that's not what chewbacca can do then it, it it just kind of it doesn't give validity to but it does uh make sense of some of the things you've seen in other movies
0: I don't know about that. I think that it has more to do with, with, I think Wookiees are more like gentle giants than they are, you know, subservient animals. Um, I think that they, they are a little more. Because um, you, you saw right, like okay, so like these Wookies are super strong. They're being they're being poked and prodded by these people, and they're not fighting back, even though they totally could, because there's a riot happening around them. Like they have the, they have the best cover for it. But I think that like in general, I'm more t- willing to believe that like Wookies just like don't want to fight. They don't need to. Speaking of Wookies
1: not fighting, Chewbacca dismembered somebody. Took tore his arms off.
0: Yeah, he tore his arms off. Got that one <laughs> check. Loved it. And then I love I loved Han's reaction to it too. He was just like, huh. Nice. This <laughs> is <was just> like <laughs> that uniform would have fit me perfectly, but whatever. That was that was good. Whatever. Oh, disappointment. Um, minor disappointment. Speaking of things Han said, yeah. Things Han did not say. I thought everything was going to be there for a second, but it wasn't. We're fine. Everything's fine. He did not say that, or whatever the version of it from the from the one trailer. Um, that line wasn't okay. in the movie, and that bummed me out because I thought that like I've been using that line a lot around, like whenever something goes wrong at the house, uh, and I'm talking to my wife. I u- I say that. Say <laughs> I say that thing. And now you can't. Well, I'm okay. still going to. So the I've got
1: a bad feeling about this line. D- it, did you catch it?
0: I um I caught the I have a very D- good feeling about this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you catch that they didn't use that line and
1: fl- instead they flipped the script on I us? I did. Again?
0: Yeah, and another um,
1: trope reversal.
0: And I'm actually a little bit salty about that one. I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna change
1: it even a little bit, at least, yeah, they did a good job with it. They put it in the mouth of Han Solo, and he said, "I've got a really good feeling about this." And this was one of those things, um, like this, Uriah. I have wanted to tell you for so long because they put that in a trailer. What in trailer number two yeah they put that in a trailer they put han saying i've got a really good feeling about this and that was that's been in a trailer that's been out for so long and you've not seen it and i've not been able to share this joy with you that they like so they knew people wouldn't necessarily like it if they if um if they're looking for that line and so they've been showing people this is where that line is and it's really funny
0: I don't know, man. I think that was a bad decision. I'm gonna have to go watch hmm. the trailer and make sure, but I think that that was. I don't like that. I don't like that very much, dude. It is. It is a change, but again, it's I, a Star Wars story. It's not I, it,
1: necessarily a Star Wars movie.
0: I was also a little bit okay. Speaking of things, the differences there. Opening with making me read, but it not being yellow text flying through space. Like you could tell <laughs> that at some point it was script. Like this, I think this part of the script was written, or like this, this setup. Sit phase was made before the decision to cut the opening crawls was made for the anthology films yeah because that it read like an opening crawl and it a very short one yeah and it even had randomly bolded like character names or place names that were in all caps and like larger than the yep. rest of the text around them so like and and, yep. and like that's sort of like that's how the opening crawls worked and so I would have rather I think them uh, just include an opening crawl hmm and just call it Star Wars Solo, a Star Wars story, you know, or like whatever in the opening crawl, instead of having it be like an you know Episode Four, or a New Hope, whatever. And maybe that's just like the annoyed fanboy in me that's just like, I why well, didn't why didn't you do the thing? Do the thing that I wanted you to do, Ron. I had an issue with that part
1: as well, but it wasn't it wasn't the same as you. I'm I'm okay with them giving us some information ahead of time, but give me information that this was setup information for setup. It wasn't essential information. All you had to know was who Lady Proxima was and why these kids are hanging around here. That probably could have been explained without words. I realize it would have taken some screen time and it would have required some extra shooting and all of that. And so this was probably an easier way for for them to explain who Lady Proxima is and why all these kids are stealing things and how their people are working in the, you know, building all this. Stuff. That's, okay, fine. If you're going to explain something beforehand, make it deal with the whole movie. Make it some be something that doesn't just set up the opening few scenes and then doesn't have to do anything with the rest of the movie.
0: Um I I don't know that it totally doesn't. It does cuz it does um uh it does mention that like it's a it's a lawless time, you know, the empire is building ships on Corellia. Like it, there's enough there I think that it's it's not it's not totally worthless to the rest of the film. I do agree that it, it was mainly to set up that opening vignette. So yeah, I mean, I agree. That's I, a little more have been helpful, but also like, uh, well, I'm trying, I'm thinking of other opening crawls. I'm thinking of, of, yeah,
1: the other opening crawl no, is at wait least a minute set, let's like, think
0: about the phantom Menace opening crawl is basically just setting up for the the scene in the in the droid control ship you're or-
1: right but it is uh it is it's introducing the trade Federation and the trade Federation is somebody you need to understand who they are for the entire rest of the movie okay. I didn't need to know who Lady Proxima was for the rest of the movie
0: yeah, okay, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you that. That's fair. It did feel like that, yeah. that, that
1: that that's that's my main beef. I don't care who Lady Proxima is beyond the the that first vignette beyond beyond that first uh series of scenes. Mm-hmm. I beyond beyond that I would have rather known more about who um like if you're going to introduce people, introduce Dryden Voss and make me expect somebody this big bad guy for the for the opening little bits until we finally meet him. Build him up a, A little bit ahead of time
0: oh I don't know when we met him killing a planetary governor I thought that was a pretty good um, that was a really good way to make me make me realize he's a yes that was a really good way to introduce him I don't think I don't think he needed to be introduced in an opening crawl
1: no and he didn't and that's why they didn't put him in there and so they put in Lady Proxima who I don't care she's she's dead to me yeah she's (laughs) it's it's, and
0: she might be dead to her who knows (laughs) and she and she might be dead we don't know we don't know what happened in those three years, right? Okay, so this is this has been salty time. Do we have any other things that we're salty about? Nothing else. I'm salty about. No, I think I'm good. Yeah, no, me either. And 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 truthfully, those complaints that I do have, they're not game breakers for me. Like I still loved, I still loved this movie.
1: Yeah, they are. They are minor complaints. They're just, I mean, if you're gonna take issue with something, let's pick out a couple things. But no, overall, it was a, it was still it was, a really good movie. Still a really good film.
0: What if we wrote? What if we? What if we made a solo haiku? We're both big fans of the haiku format. Yeah, it's it would be pretty easy to come up with one <laughs> while we're sitting here. Um, and then I feel like that would be a pretty good way to uh, sort of to sort of um wrap this up on a on a a humorous note, which is what solo is all about. I think is wrapping things up on a humorous note.
1: All right, I'm, I'm already writing, so give me a second. Okay, do you have yours? I have mine. Do you want okay. me to go first?
0: Uh, I, either one. I'll let you. Just, it was my idea, so you can decide. I'll order. go first. Okay, let's hear it.
1: All right, so this is my uh, Han Solo, a Star Wars story haiku, and it maybe goes a different direction than people might expect. But here we go. Chewbacca is best. Kessel Run was twelve parsecs. Best pilot ever.
0: So uh, my my uh, haiku is a little bit. It's, it's a little more of a, a call to action. Um, <clears throat> why you should go now. Chewie ripped that guy's arms off. And yes, Han shot first.
1: <laughs>
0: Han shot first. Guys, this well was done. um this is an incredible film. Again, I, I would argue it's one of the most fun Star Wars films. I'm I'm hesitant to say this on the first viewing. It might be the most fun Star Wars film. Um right up there right up there with Force Awakens in like just like keeping it going, keeping the action like light and going and and a good time for most of it. Yeah. And, and it's this is absolutely worth viewing probably worth multiple viewings there's a little bit of confirmation bias in that because I already have my ticket for Friday as well <laughs> um,
1: it is definitely something worth uh worth viewing and, and and getting I I know Uriah you really enjoy the the prequels this already ranks above the prequels for me it's an excellent movie e- even what beefs we might have are very small this does need to be in your collection of movies once it comes out on DVD oh for sure uh full 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 recommend here.
0: Yeah, I cannot I cannot recommend this movie highly enough.
1: We're recommending this movie on a spoilers podcast to people who have already seen it.
0: Let us know if you agree or disagree. Because like so we've sat here and we've basically praised this film like crazy with a, with, you know, with a pinch of salt, maybe you think we're wrong. Cause like, we also loved the last Jedi and a lot of people weren't yeah. super on board with that. A, vo- a very vocal That's minority true. wasn't on board with that. Let us know what you think. Tell it, hit us up on Facebook, add us on Twitter. Like, like let us know. We want to have this conversation. Um, now I will say that I want to keep our page fairly spoiler-free, um, so we, you know, we might have to be a little sensory if we, if we're not careful. Um, but feel free to like get a hold of us, uh, and, and so we can, you know, start we can the conversation.
1: We'd be happy to and en- We'd be happy to be part of this conversation.
0: Right, for sure. So yeah. So uh, thanks a lot for listening. Since you've already seen the movie, or at least you don't care about getting the movie spoiled for you, go see it again. Or don't. I'm not your dad.
1: Okay, and you're right. Let's end on we don't do stars. We do other things out of whatever right. we feel like. So what are you going to call this movie?
0: This movie was five hidden sabbat cards out of five.
1: Oh, good. Well done. Well done. I'm giving this uh, 14 parsecs out of 12. <laughs> So thank you for joining us for Intercepted Transmissions. We will catch you uh, in two weeks for a normal episode of uh, Theories, Back to the Theories. Uh, we've got a whole series of uh, theories lined up for you guys uh, starting two weeks from now, um, all related to the prequels. So if you want to go watch the prequels and, and get ready for these theories to engage in uh, conversation about them, we would love to uh, be part of that conversation with you.
0: Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time, folks. And uh, as always, may the force be with you roger roger our intro and outro music was created by itro and valkos it's called starbound and it's available from soundcloud and no copyright sound go check them out on
1: youtube that's where we found them we're on facebook as joel and uriah on twitter at joel and uriah and on google plus technically but we're never going to check that
0: to get the podcast delivered to you directly, you can follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes, and or subscribe to us on Google Play Music. Thanks for listening, and keep your comms open for more Intercepted Transmissions with Joel and Uriah. Joel, that was incredible. Your scoring <laughs> was perfect.
1: I knew it would, I knew it would land well.